No Dunks is brought to you by GameTime, your new go-to app for the best deals on last-minute tickets. You guys know that NBA ticket prices tend to drop right before the game starts? Mm-hmm. It's true. GameTime tracks prices in real time from thousands of trusted sellers, then shows you all the best last-minute deals with prices up to, you guessed it, 60% off. Guys, how many millions of fans do you think have downloaded the GameTime app? 10 million. 125. One. One million. Interesting. More than 12 million. I don't know the exact number, but it's more than 12 million for sure. This is the easiest way to get into the game. And the thing I love, the in-app panoramic seat view photos. Yeah, talk to me, man. Not only do I love getting to see my shot, I like knowing that people are still out there using panoramic cameras. I Mm. feel like when iOS introduced it, you saw panos everywhere. Now they're nowhere. It's all about the wide-angle lens. Let's stick with the pano, just like the GameTime app does. So head to the App Store or Play Store now to download GameTime, see those panoramic photos, and score awesome deals on last-minute tickets. Stepping on the beach, the only place to read and answer your emails and tweets. I'm J.E. Skeets here in Atlanta with Tass, Trey, Lee, and joining us live from Canada, we got J.D. What's up, buddy? How's it going, guys? Guys, before we get to your questions, wanted to thank everyone who has emailed us, tweeted in their questions. Keep them coming. Keep them coming, baby. Email nodunksattheathletic.com or tweet us at nodunksinc or hashtag nodunks. All right, right into it. Let's go. First question. Hey, guys. First of all, thank you for keeping me company on my way home from work. I'm from Portugal, and you guys released this podcast right before I leave the office, so great timing. Also, I have been enjoying your content since the time Skeet's got a wedgie from Shaq. (laughs) Excellent. Glad that hooked you. Got a simple question. If Luka Doncic somewhat keeps up the pace and the Mavs win a decent number of games, say grab a fourth or fifth seed, how strong a case does he make for an MVP push? Cheers, and remember, sometimes it's okay to wear sunglass-patterned shirts. That's from Zhao. <laughs> sometimes it is. Figuera. Mm-hmm. Yes, it is. So it is, absolutely, if the uh, occasion demands it. Right, like an Elton John concert. Exactly. Right. Exactly. You'd look out of place if you weren't wearing it. Um, <laughs> Luca, MVP possibility this season. Well, of course. It's hilarious when you get these questions because it's, uh, it's just one guy's scenario. What about everybody else? <laughs> like, yeah, exactly. what, what if James Harden is averaging 50 points? I don't think Luke is going to win it. Mm. Uh, but we kept this in because we wanted to talk about Luka Doncic. And, yeah, if he is having a great, great season and his team is in the four or five hole, why the heck wouldn't he be considered? He is the NBA darling right now. And, um, yeah, he'd be part of that category. But you can't. It'd be nice to say, yes, Mr. Figura, yep, he's the MVP. But you can't answer that. Unfortunately, he is very close to averaging a triple double. And I wonder if Russell Westbrook, let's just take his three seasons in a row of of not averaging a triple double for the season. If Doncic was this close and this was the first time we'd seen it, I think he would absolutely put his name there. It would still come down to wins and things like that. Like he couldn't do it. Well, Westbrook did it with 45 wins, I think, didn't he? So Mm -hmm. he was a six seed. Yeah. So uh, so I was going to ask you, how many wins would it realistically take for Doncic to be in the top three, let's say? 
I, I think it, I think fifty sort of four and plus over oh, there. Jeez, yeah, I was gonna, yeah, fifty. I, I think yeah, fifty seems like it's in the mix. Yeah, if, I, he, if this dude is averaging twenty-eight points per game, ten assists per game, nine rebounds per game, or flip those around, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Basically, the triple-double, a steal, and they're a fifty-win team, which would shock a lot of people if that's the Mavericks this season having that many wins. Then yeah, he's. I think he would get a ton of MVP consideration and, and finish in the top three scenario. Yeah, definitely. He's top 10 right now in points, assists, PER usage. He's right near the top 10 in rebounding. That's pretty surprising for a second year yeah. basically guard. Uh, they won't get enough wins, so he won't be actually getting the votes, but welcome to the table, man. You can yeah, enjoy yeah. the conversation. You can learn from these guys. You can order. You can share. You can have a small plate. You're not going to get a ton of votes. Surely he'll get some votes. Somebody's going to toss him some fifth-place votes, yeah. no matter what happens with uh, this Mavs season, just because he's been so incredible, assuming he keeps up the pace. But uh, welcome to the table. Have some meals. Big table, though, this year, too. I don't think there's a clear-cut favorite right now. I would say no. Giannis is there. I'd say James Harden's there. I'd say LeBron's there. Damian Lillard's there. Again, it comes down to wins and things yeah. like that. But... I think, but Lucas, yeah. right there. I, th- I think so. Good. Yeah, I, I, you know, Carl Anthony Towns. Remember, he got off to a hot start. He's cooled off a little and, ha- and missed a couple of games mm-hmm. there. But um, you know, I think that, that I think that that works in Doncic's favor. That there's not uh, that one player right now that you're like, okay, it's his. Like we have seen in years gone by. So well, so who is? I mean, everybody can't just be at the table eating. Mm. Somebody's got to take it. Somebody's got to take yeah, that well, order. I, I mean, yeah. I Who's guess the Austin here? I, I I would probably go Giannis right now. Um, Gian- if it ended today. Yeah, probably. But, but again, not... not uh, I mean, LeBron's been great, but he's not putting up sort of the LeBron numbers we've seen past. He is leading the league in assists, and the Lakers are doing really, really well. So it, it, probably down to those two for me. It is amazing when you think about James Harden averaging 37 points a game, and he still may not win, win the thing. And his team has won 70% of their games. Yeah, you're right. It's, uh, it's, it's phenomenal no, to, yeah. look, to look at it that way. At least point about... Russell Westbrook averaging a triple-double and maybe that taking a little bit of a shine off of Luka Doncic potentially averaging a triple-double is is reasonable, I think, because uh, Russell Westbrook first got to do that in 50 years. If James Harden gets up to 40 points, I mean, he what he's he's probably going to average what hasn't been done in 50 years, most likely, if he's if he's anywhere close to where he is. And that that could factor into the, the decision of voters. If a guy averages 40 points, what are voters going to oh, do? Oh, man, yeah. Are they going to hold postseason failures against James Harden again? Quite possibly. You know, I think uh, people have yep. soured on the idea of we're giving this guy every single regular season award only to then two months later have to deal with him getting an MVP and being disappointed. Uh, I don't know, but 40 points per game. If that happens, how do you not vote for a guy averaging 40 a game? Scoring is the point of basketball. 39.9, not giving it to him, 40.0 for sure. Yeah, it's uh, the uh, Basketball Reference MVP tracker as of Wednesday. Wednesday here, here, uh, Beach Steppen Podcast. Giannis, Giannis. nearly uh, 50%. Uh, hmm. Odds okay. on favorite, uh, you know, to win the award 10 games in or so. LeBron second, James Harden third, Anthony Davis, and then Luca right there mm-hmm. uh, coming in at fifth. Well, what, and, what do you have Trey Young out there on that? Is he, is he sort of... He's Trae on the second Young, table. Trey Young is uh, not on the top ten uh, list according to Basketball Reference. Yeah. It's funny you brought that up, though. It is. Uh, it's so cool that they're they're forever yeah. linked, and they're both literally killing it in Luca and Trey Young. One more thing for uh, for Luca too. I saw this on the, I guess it was the NBA.com um, sort of MVP rankings. Luca entered week three. Oh, sorry, he entered this week at the start of the week. I should say third in the league in combined points, rebounds, and assists, trailing only. Well, last year's MVP in Giannis 
and the guy before that in James Harden. Hmm. So he is, I mean, he's filling up the box score. And I don't, these are not by no means empty stats, too. The guy takes over games yeah. for the Mavericks. Mm-hmm. Um, and hits clutch shots, and they run everything through him. So yeah, he's uh, he is at the he is at the table. Trey Trey is right. That, like if he gets up from the table, he gets to like, um, you know, flip the chair over a little bit and lean it against the table. <laughs> like that's his seat. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. Put, put the coaster on top of the yeah. beer. That's yours, and I'm coming back. Mm. That's how it works. Uh, I don't think he's going to be leaving this table. I guess is what I'm no. saying. His best route, I think, is to get Porzingis involved a little bit more to get those that win total yeah. up. Yeah, because he's six and four. That's amazing, but he's going to need some help, and Chris Tapp's going to need to to play better. I think. All right, next email here. Hi, no dunkers. No question. Just want to tell you something. My dad got me started watching you guys. He's the reason I love sports so much, and in particular basket, in particular basketball and baseball. After my mom passed away, he and I spent a lot of time together. I was in law school and had an early evening class. The starters came on at 3 o'clock, so we would hang out, have a late lunch, and watch the show together before I headed off to school. I'd hear those words, good morning, sweet world, come from the TV, and it was time to hang out with my dad. He passed away in September, and this is my first basketball season without him. It's been a little bittersweet. I was really bummed when you guys went off, and I'm so glad you're back every day. Just want to say thanks for putting out great content and for giving my dad and I a show we enjoyed together about a game that we love. I look forward to listening to the pod each day. Keep up the great work. That's from Heather S. A great email. Thank you so much for sending that in. And very sorry about your dad and your mother. Jeez, that must be very, very difficult. But uh, glad we could bring a little bit of light. Next question. What's up, no dunkers? I have been watching the show since I was in third grade. I'm a freshman in high school now, and I have a question for y'all. If Kevin Durant wins a championship with the Nets, would you guys consider him a top 10 player of all time? Sincerely, Icy. Icy. Hmm. Wow. I see what question. he's going for here. Let me, let me throw it around. He's not going to Icy, the door. Does he need to win a yeah. title with the Brooklyn Nets to yeah. be considered top 10? He does. You, he does. you think so? Yeah. yeah. You don't have, you know, okay, okay. Really? Wow. Well, I'll throw 10 names at you. Yeah. Tell me if he's uh, if he's gonna if, if and again these aren't in order, so don't let's not go well he's number four. Okay, okay, they're okay. not in order. Ten okay. names Jordan, LeBron, Kareem, Magic, Bill Russell, Shaq, Larry Bird, Kim Olajuwon, Tim Duncan, Will Chamberlain. Those are ten yeah. very, very good players. Is Durant better? Than some of those? Yeah. Yes. Yeah, he is yes. better. He is better. Who was the last one? <laughs> Wilt Chamberlain. Yeah, yeah, no, he would okay. wax Wilt Chamberlain. <laughs> He'd kill him. Uh, I yeah. mean, you're probably, <laughs> probably going to say Larry Bird because, you know, you, you think no. athletically, but Larry's a three-time no, look, MVP. No, 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 look. I think ta- uh, small forward position, the trifecta is LeBron, Larry Bird, and Kevin Durant. Right. I think those, those are the three. Uh, who do you bump from your list? So, yeah, yeah, that's I mean, what I'm you're saying. Right. It's, I mean, like, it's like Bill Russell, I guess. I, I, okay, maybe Sorry, let's take Bill but, Russell and Wilt out of it because okay, they were okay, from, you know, from – an era that we were there. From Is your it, era. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. All right, so... Where's George Mikan on this? <laughs> <laughs> Lee Ellis' double. Okay, okay. So that's... Yeah, I like that. Okay, okay. take those two out. So then, then you're up against someone like a Kobe. Well, I've got Kevin Durant over Kobe. Okay, so do I for the argument okay. there. And, uh, and then that last spot... That sounds like Kevin Durant. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm not. <laughs> listen, I'm not uh, knocking Kevin Durant. Well, what, but did I you agree, say, did I you agree say with, Shaq? You yes, I said Shaq. Oh, you did? Yes, okay. yes. I, I agree with Tass because... I feel that those two championships with the with the Warriors, even though he was Finals MVP both times, they weren't their Durant's championships, if you know what I mean. 
Weren't they? Yeah. I look at the biggest shot when they beat the Cavs the first time yeah. around. He won it again in a sweep the second time true. around. All and true. then when he was hurt, they didn't win the title. All true. All true. But they were a very, very, very good team already when he joined them. A championship team. Yeah. And to me, it like like I look at the first three Lakers. You want Lakers, him to have half his own. Yes, I do. I do. I do. Personally. Okay. And, 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 that, and that's hard to say because a guy has two finals MVPs yeah. already. Yeah. Right. But that's just the way I look at it. It's like, but you have Kevin Durant above Scottie Pippen in in your all time rankings. Mm. Oh, you better, you got him, got him, you got him. Yeah, on that one. I bet. To, yeah. See, this is a silly thing about rankings because <laughs> I mean, yeah, of course. defensively, Pippen. <laughs> what like, are we, the me, book of basketball three point oh years? I mean, Pippen, I don't know. <laughs> Pippen was just a, a, a you know, brilliant player. Yes, of course. He's knocking. He's, he's knocking on the top ten door. That's I mean, for me, I, like okay. I would love to see Scottie Pippen defend Kevin Durant in the finals. That sure. would be awesome. That would <laughs> sure, be awesome. And so would nice. I. I'd love to see what Havlicek could do given the shot. <laughs> and then like to see and then, Kevin Durant get a hit off Randy Johnson. <laughs> <laughs> Good luck. Yeah, it, it, it's it's so bad. It's so tough because if if Durant went on to win the championship in 2016 when they were three one up on the Warriors. You know, then this then whole you got scenario. got him for sure. Could, He's a top ten guy. Yeah, I know. It's, <laughs> okay, but I like what sort of Tass was saying there. It sounds like you're saying he's knocking on the top ten door, and if he want, if he were to win a title with the Brooklyn Nets, uh, let's say in the next you know year or two, um, he'd obviously be the the uh, the, yeah. the guy. Then, then, then he's a lock. It sounds like you're, <laughs> yeah. You're, it's also funny that we, yeah, we just put all this stock in in titles and only titles. But yeah, he'd probably who you'd be comparing him to right now in terms of skill level and what he is is Larry Bird. I, I assume because it's an easy comparison because Lee listed those ten guys and that's probably universally what the top tens are sort of comprised of. The majority of top tens are. Yeah. And so, who do you take out? You just bounce them for Shaq. No way. Bounce him for you didn't Magic have, did or Bird? You, you didn't have Duncan in there. Yes, he did. Oh, jeez, yeah. man. Did you I say Kareem? <laughs> yeah, it was probably yeah, he early. Did. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, yeah. okay, with, with I Kareem. Know, so many names. Yeah. I can't keep more than 10 names in my head. That's the problem with getting a top 10. It's like, what? But yeah. you, okay, here's the Where thing. Who are you taking out of? MJ, LeBron, Kareem, Russell, Magic, Magic, Bird, Duncan, Wilt, Shaq, right. and Hakeem. Now, why don't we... Why don't we with the Lakers, for example, your whole thing of like Katie, because I get it, because he joined yeah. a 73 win team, Warriors, but he's with other Hall of Famers, no doubt, in Curry and who knows how many other guys on that team, be it Clay or Draymond, yeah. whatever. But Magic is playing with James Worthy. He's right. playing with Hall Kareem Abdul Jabbar. Yeah. Drafted. Same, draft. you could say, well, could be set, of course, for, yeah. the, for the Celtics with, uh, you know, Bird and, and, and Parrish and Mikhail, like. What? Why? Why is it cool? Why is it cool for them? I just don't get it. Well, Magic won. It does, it's three not held MV- against him. Magic won saying. three MVPs. Yeah, went to the finals nine times. Uh, love it. He's amazing. Won five championships. I mean, yeah, he didn't win those championships by himself. Of course, no one does. Yeah, no one does. <sighs> I can't <laughs> I mean, believe you guys haven't mentioned that. The guy to take out Hakeem. Sorry, hate to say it. Hakeem you Elijah take, won take out two titles versus two titles. The two titles that Hakeem won were controversial as well, (laughs) you could say. No MJ in the league, so Hakeem stepped in and won him. He's kind of the super defense version of Kevin Durant, whereas Kevin Durant won four scoring titles in a row, which we never talk about back in the Thunder days. So, you know, their their measurables are going to be pretty similar uh, for awards-wise come the end of their career. If you like scoring more, perhaps you're going with Durant. I mean, that's, it, it's, it's, they're different players, 
Um, we're also we're, mean, we're also sorry to interrupt you. We're also talking about Durant at just over thirty years old. The guy's not done, right? You know, and we're we're trying to take put him into the top ten for guys who had their whole career. But uh, skill level wise, let's say you're, let's say you're a, it's a playoff series or, or a couple of months of a playoff run. Are you taking him or Bird? I think that's to me that's always the the comparable mm-hmm. one. There's no, there's no answer. There's, there's no, no right answer. answer. That's the thing. It's, uh, I think, I mean, you know, for me, Jordan, LeBron, and then after that, just a bunch of guys, <laughs> a bunch of really good guys who play different positions and at one at different times. I mean, like someone like Tim Duncan, for example, uh, consistency and you know, five championships out of six appearances, uh, two MVPs he won. Yeah, mm-hmm. great player, right? Yeah, but you still sort of kind of overlook a little bit his contributions, I think, because he just kind of did it forever. And he you stole know? a finals MVP from Manu as he well. He did, he did. <laughs> but, then, and, but then someone like Shaq, who had a smaller, like, dominance, but he was undoubtedly the best player in the league for, like, five years. And he won three championships. So, you know. I did, I did you're, you're right, it seems like MJ LeBron, then, then it gets a real, real, real subjective. As as these lists are, but I thought the top ten was pretty hard to crack. That yeah. I feels like there's top ten, and then there's a just a bunch of other basketball players. Mm. It, it does get then there's like the titles drop off after the top ten. It makes it a little easier after ten. I don't know. It's hard. <laughs> <laughs> rankings. All right, next one. Hey guys, it's awesome to hear your voices again, and I'm loving No Dunks Inc. so far. While listening to the pod today, I was thinking about the Starters TV show and the incredible set you guys had. When the show ended, did you get to keep anything from the set? If so, what is your favorite item? Cheers. That's from Bell. Oh, we got it all. Some of it's here on the ground in the office. <laughs> We've yet to hang it up on our walls. Uh, a lot of it's at JD's house still mm-hmm. in his garage. Mm-hmm. Um, we have all of it because... I mean, like 99% of it was ours, yep. uh, our own personal stuff, either that we had brought from from home, sent over from Australia, Dickie threw it on a plane and sent it over, <laughs> uh, or we had bought ourselves. But my favorite part, for sure, is uh, the flag that mm-hmm. we, uh, the starter's flag that we have, that if, uh, if, if memory serves me right, a fan sent into us, yes. a fan made that starter's flag for us, and what we did is anytime a guest would come into the studio... Um, we would have them sign it. So that is, you know, that's a lot of memories on that flag, a lot of Hall of Famers on that flag, and any of our guests that, you know, former NBA players and WNBA players that came in signed it. So that's that's a no-brainer. That was the one thing that we didn't, you know, when we were wrapping up the show in the Atlanta studio and they were going to package it all up and put it in boxes, I made sure to grab that yeah. flag. That flag is at my house. I was like, we're not leaving this here in case this goes missing. So, we, so we've got that bad way. That's my favorite. Another really important sign thing we have is the poster that Guy Fieri drew on <laughs> right. uh, from the New Orleans All-Star game. Uh, he showed up early for his segment with just drawing on our faces. I hung that up in my house over the summer before we had somewhere to put it. Another thing I really like, Skeets, is that it seems like your friends send in a lot of collages yeah, uh, John John sent in this beautiful artwork where he put himself into a picture <laughs> with us, which is very cool. That's a great collage. Also, I think your buddy Grish 
at one point made a different collage way yeah, back. Yeah, way, when, way back. And this one, we're talking like straight up glue collage, oh, yeah. slapping it on some wood. It's like then, an eight-year-old made it. <laughs> yes, it's like an eight-year-old so grown, grown man, man made this. Yeah. And then I think, I don't know, did Dub send in the wood burning? Somebody sent in like a wood burning that says like shoot puns, not guns. It's that got was, all kinds uh, of things. That was Woobly Bulls. Oh, that was Woobly yeah. sent in the yeah. wood burning. But uh, yeah, uh, any collage to me is just very funny. Making a collage for somebody, I love it. Yeah, it was all good. I'm glad we got to keep it all. And, um, uh, you know, outside of my own personal memorabilia that was all up on the set, the, the, it's this uh, Slam Dunk uh, contestants poster that was made, I think, by Harksy. Hmm? Is that right? Yeah, where yeah. all the jerseys from all the years. That's a good one. That was someone uh, Someone sent that in, and that, that held pride of place there on the set. So I'm glad we kept that. And, That's uh, just a fun one, you know, before the start of the show, just to wander oh, over yeah. and take a look at yeah. and go like, oh, yeah, <laughs> that guy was in that dunk contest. Yeah. Oh, yeah, cool. That's a great one. There's a bunch of crap that, uh, that well, it's all a lot of it's at my house, and there's a lot of toys and all that, and my kids found it, and so every once in a while I'll get a text from Jackson, <laughs> can I have this? And it'll just be a picture <laughs> of, like, uh, a, a bobblehead or whatever. Uh, but they found the puppets that we won for the uh, some best podcast or something. It was a pu- <laughs> oh, yeah. puppet of Tass and a puppet of Skeets. And... Uh, I had to sort of yell at them and say, "Put those away. Those are—they look like toys. They are toys, but I can't have you playing with those." <laughs> Thanks, Dan Levy. Yeah, that's right. That's right. Great question. All right, next one. What's up, Dinks? I have one question. Is there any extra room on Wiggins Island? Y'all keep up the great work. That's from Jack in Gwinnett. Did you write this question? I did not, mm. but I'd like to—I'd uh, like to know if Jack is interested in operating a subway franchise on the island of Wiggins <laughs> Island. <laughs> we are expanding rapidly with the amount of people that are moving in and onto the island. People I would love eat. to see the infrastructure you guys got going on. I know you've already got the coupons for the subway. That's right. Um, but honestly, you know, the embargo has been lifted. I'm looking forward to visiting. <laughs> it's been a great start for Wiggins. It's been a 10-game sample. Let's see how the next 10 games go. But, you know, I'm happy to go see my friend on Wiggins Island, see how he's doing, <laughs> see how he's living. Yeah, I, I'm, uh, I'm someone who would say sell, sell, sell uh, your property out there. Why? I don't think it's going to last uh, because he's in season six. And he's playing okay. But he's playing okay. He's averaging 25 points per game, yeah. shooting a solid percentage. Not, he's cut down his long bad twos, shots. bad yeah. shots, yeah. Uh, you know, considerably. Yeah. Uh, and, he's playmaking. I hope he's I, taking over games multiple times yep. now. I hope I'm wrong. But so far from what I've seen through, through, from him throughout his career, this is just a bit of a blip. And he's going to go back to those lazy shots. I, mm. Mm. I hope I'm wrong. I, I hope I'm so. wrong. But I but I'm also I, I was a big fan of his coming into the to his career, but then I jumped off because he frustrated me oh, so yeah. much. And so I'm like, no, you gotta win me back. You know, it's like a girlfriend. You know, she yeah. gotta you gotta she gotta wine me and dine me. Right. You know. <laughs> I like yeah, it. It sounds like you left him though. And now he's gotta woo you back. I yeah. don't know about that. Yeah, I left him because I was like, nah, it's not happening. So wow. now convince me <laughs> over not just more ten games, man. <laughs> Yeah, but now he's now he's living. He's the king of an island. Mm. He's blasting like the greatest Instagram pics you've ever seen. Yeah, but it's one of those islands that you go, you see the pictures and it's beautiful. Yeah, it is. And then you get there and the resorts are so overpriced. No, no, no. And you've got nowhere else to go. No, and you're no. like, you go to Starbucks and it's like $13 no, for just that's a simple the beauty. coffee. You should be getting in on Wiggins Island right now. It's, it, you know, tourism is bumping. People are moving to the island in droves, but it's not... 
people like you are still skeptical. Yeah, yeah. They're like, uh, there's got to be some weird mosquito uh, <laughs> problem there. I don't want to go yet. I can't go. Yeah, but it's fine. It. It's beautiful. Get yeah. in now. You're going to make mad money. When does a guy have his breakout season in season six? Hito I mean, so very. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I don't know off the top of my head. Yeah. That's, a good, that's a good guess. Yeah. I, I can't think of anybody else. Dragic? Uh, not better. Lowry, bit I guess. Kyle Lowry, Lowry got yeah, better. Lowry, career. Lowry's a solid one. Yeah. It happens, It's a little different man. with a point guard. Hey, listen. He's I, only 24. I, yeah, that's a kid. Hey, listen. I, I think if you're going to see more of this from Andrew Wiggins, it could be the Jimmy Butler effect. Like, maybe him coming into that team in Minnesota and then leaving just sort of showed him that I got to work harder. I got to – and he had a – I'm surprised that it hasn't come up more, but he had a good offseason, it sure looks like. Yeah. Because physically he looks big. Yeah, looks... well, he should have been playing for his country, but he ooh, ooh, well, ooh, ooh, you're right. chose not to. Maybe it's worked. Maybe. Well, that's Maybe. What, that's what happens with these snowbirds. They go down there and they never come back. <laughs> you go down to the Caribbean, you go down to the island, you never come back to the cold. He looks thick. Maybe uh, it's the bio steel is finally kicking in. I'm not sure. Um, the haircut helped, too. Haircut looks good. Can't Handle looks toy. I just wish this man would dunk. Come on, bro. I feel like I've seen so many times this season where he's breaking down the defense. He gets in the lane. The floater looks better. But he's just doing these nice little gentle lay-ins. Come on, man. Crush it on somebody. <laughs> we wanted to see this guy take on Zach Levine in the dunk contest. And now he's barely even dunking. I think he's got six on the year. He's had about 20 more opportunities. Strengthen up. I don't know what you got to do. Throw one down. For goodness sake. Mm. I mean, I, I'm, I'm obviously joking that the hair had any impact on his game, but, I, you know, I think you had talked about earlier in the week, maybe, Trey. There's no doubt Ryan Saunders has. Oh, like, definitely. And that, that staff has go, have gotten through to him here yeah. about the shots you should be looking for and what you're capable of doing, man. Maybe they've just built him up. He was, I don't know, like, get a little confidence in this well, guy. Well, that game where he had those uh, three threes in like a minute against uh, Miami, I think it was, um, and that was the game where he did actually get benched because Ryan, right, right. Ryan said to him, no, you're making bad decisions, yeah. so sit on the bench. And that kind of seems to have triggered him. So, yeah. so maybe that was just what he needed. Uh, again, we're 10 games in, and that's the real question. It's like, is this just a surge from him, or is this actually more like what we can expect from him throughout his career? Uh, come on down for a week. Come for a week. I'll come for a long weekend. A long weekend. Yeah, I'll come for a long weekend. Yeah. All right. Yeah. I won't give you a week. <laughs> <laughs> Three or four days. Yeah. It'll be a Friday, Saturday, Sunday. I'll return on the Monday. Okay. This, guy's yeah, already, perfect. this guy has his schedule worked out. Yeah. He's, he's going to hate it. There's only Subway to eat there. <laughs> That's what I mean. And it's going to be like $28 for a sandwich. I'm going to be so sick of that by Sunday afternoon. This is, a, this is what happened to me in the Bahamas. I went down there and I stayed and at the... And you only uh, ate Subway? No, Almost, yeah, because we stayed at the Atlantis Hotel, and oh man, it's like forty-eight dollars for a steak yeah. at night. I'm like, how are you making any decisions? <laughs> uh, exactly. <laughs> how am I going to know if exactly. I'm going to go to the beach or the pool? I know. Oh. So we ended up eating a ton at Starbucks because it was like that was still like again there was three of us. We had a four-month-old at the time. I was like, it's thirty-two dollars when we go to Subway uh, to uh, Starbucks. <laughs> Those spinach feta wraps don't feeding make themselves. Your, feeding your four-month-old, uh, putting some coffee in the bottle. Yeah, I had to. Yeah, I had to. We had nothing else. You made the mistake of going to the Atlantis. I know, I know. But I got a great deal on the flight. Oh, so, here you go. Yeah, yeah, yeah so you couldn't pony up to actually yeah. buy some food. No, no, because so you're like, oh, we'll spend a little bit more. We'll go to the Atlantis, great hotel, you know. <laughs> you get there and you're like, yeah, okay. 
Starbucks. Who's turn to go to Starbucks? Can you get me the uh, lemon poppy loaf this time? <laughs> I don't want the blueberry scone this time. That sounds good right now. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Lightning Lee Ellis is dead. Loafing Lee Ellis is in the mix. The, ba- the Baja Mar in, in Bahamas, that's the way to go. And from here, it's a two-hour flight. Yeah. You're going oh. to a different country. It's amazing. Yeah. Bah- Beaches are beautiful. Oh, On an empty stomach? Not so much. <laughs> oh, <God>. Just <laughs> uh, feel sorry for me as I was having my holiday yeah, in the Bahamas. Yeah, Please, yeah, come on. Yes. Okay, speaking of holidays. Uh, hey, No Dunks fam. Long-time listener, first-time writer here. Recently, my husband went on an extended business trip due to visa reasons. Oh, come on. Who's this from? During our month apart, he grew what can only be described as a wild, unruly man beard, rendering him nearly unrecognizable. This is of particular note since he has never once had a beard of this caliber in the history of our 15-year relationship. While I was into the look and thought he pulled it off well, interesting, Mm -hmm. this behavioral change made me wonder if any of you guys do strange things when you're away from your spouse. Maybe you eat bizarre foods while you're alone. Do you watch different shows when you're solo? Lastly, if anyone has any ideas as to why this lonely lumberjack beard <laughs> happened, I'd appreciate it since my husband has no explanation for me. Keep up the good work. Turn up. Love you guys. Awesome. Nora uh, of, of Skeets and Nora. <laughs> my sweet Nora. Actually emailing this in. We, this is not my work. This is nobody here being funny. Nora wanted to send this in. And I said, look, send it in. I don't know if we're going to use it. High standards. Sent a pretty good email, though. Um, it's interesting, though, that she was a fan of the beard, yet you chose to shave it. You didn't even let us see it, yeah. man. No, no, no. That's a, that was a Canadian beard. Mm. Nora, did, Nora did come up for the... That was uh, part of the visa part. requirements. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I mean, that's why I grew it. Look, look, to be honest, two reasons why. Well, the main reason why I grew it is, like, we weren't doing TV anymore, so who cared? I just had to walk over to JD's. He's sitting in shorts and his socks. That's um, true. So, like, what does it matter if I also look with the way the I did? Yes, also with the, with the giant beard. Um, and then, you know, you just you reach that... I reached that certain point where I was like, where I would usually shave it. Because mm. you had seen me like maybe like grow yeah, sure. a crappy fake beard for five or six days down here. <laughs> but I was like, all right, let's just see what happens if I really lean into this. And then it sort of, uh, you know, took on a life of its own. <laughs> Came the talk of the character town. on the show. Yeah. And then I started falling in love with it. I was sad when I took it off. It was weird. I was like, oh, first off, that's what I look like. And then uh, the second part, I was like, you know, it's like, ah, yeah, I miss sort of just stroking it. Think- yeah. Like, I was thinking a lot more when I had a beard. <laughs> yeah, it makes you very contemplative, yeah. that's for sure. And, uh, yeah, so we'll, we'll grow it back at some point. But, uh, all right, what about Any the questions? Any answers question? to the questions yeah. here? You guys do strange things when your spouse is away? Yeah, Nora asked deep, is our foods while you're alone? Oh, yeah, yeah baby. Yeah. We're talking fast food, three meals a day. <laughs> <laughs> Zero eating plan. And I also try to, every night, I like to fall asleep on the couch uh, because Laura hates falling asleep on the couch. I love it. But, you know, I'm a married man. I want to I wanna support my wife. So I go to bed and sleep in a bed like a grown man. But when I'm left to my own devices, I'm sleeping on that couch, dog. I'm a wild man. What about you guys? Uh, I would say when I'm in a hotel room, I'm just a little uh, more untidy than I would be at home. You know, the unmade bed, you know, clothes. Oh, you're of, crazy, Well, man. clothes strewn about the place a little bit. You know, you go to the... Restroom, you leave the door open, you know, dump you dump on the floor. Well, well not quite that oh, oh. extreme, but okay. you know, 
But I, I, I probably uh, I probably drink a little more. Like I mean, I wouldn't. Uh, I mean, last year in Vegas, I ended up on a drip <laughs> after having one or two too many. I mean, oh, you got drip every day. <laughs> yeah, I wouldn't be at home just plowing my way through, you know, whiskey and wine and beer and and everything like that. <laughs> uh, yeah. So you know, you just. I think you are just a little. Well, I am a little, a little uh, untidier. Than I would be when I'm like, home. You're uh, like, what's the guy's name? Is it uh, Ed Helms in um, The Hangover? Mm. When you go to Vegas, <laughs> that's who you turn into. Really cut loose. Yeah, like you lose a tooth and you fight Mike Tyson. <laughs> yeah, and all that stuff. Oh, that first night in Vegas, though, that got that got me a few times. Anyway, you know, you're adjusting to the time zone. The heat, have a late meal. You drink a lot. Oh, you want to talk about expensive meals? Yeah. <laughs> oh, very. That's right. Yeah. It's because you're only eating Starbucks muffins. You know? <laughs> <laughs> Liquor just getting crushed. Oh, up. no. Never had a Starbucks in Vegas. Never. Because there was all there was always wherever we stayed. Why are you saying those... that? Like it's something I should <laughs> know about. <laughs> well, because wherever we stayed, idiot. they always had a really nice little cafe or uh, or whatever. So I'd always go down there and. <laughs> Don't put words in oh, my I'm sorry, I'm such an idiot. I forgot about that cafe in the lobby of our, of our hotel. A Starbucks is like, okay, when there's literally nothing else, that's acceptable. Oh, God. It's coffee. <laughs> uh, JD, do you have an answer for this one? Uh, well, in this trip, there's this, there's been an uptick uh, of weeping in the shower. But uh, <laughs> I'm kidding, of course. I'm actually neater. I am I am a little bit of a I'm t- – I, I like to be tidy. Uh, and my wife does not at all. Mm, right, she right, right. She has no standards for anything, and <laughs> when it comes to cleanliness or oh, oh, I thought or, she just had no standards for anything. Well, she has very low standards. Uh, <laughs> she's married to me, obviously. <laughs> but uh, yeah, uh, I, so I try to keep my uh, hotel room nice and neat, and I drink yeah. less when I'm on the road. Thank you very what? much. Believe? No, I'm kidding. Oh. <laughs> I drink a lot. <laughs> uh, you've had an effect on me, JD, when it comes to uh, traveling. I take baths now. Yeah. When there, yeah. there's a bath only, out there, only uh, on the road, only all, solo. Literally 100. <laughs> yeah. percent um, I draw myself a nice bath, and I, <laughs> That's and, I like, and I like that term. <laughs> that sounds yeah, great. That's the only reason I do it. Yeah. Drawing a bath. It's weird to be having a bath in your own house, and your wife walks in and you're having a bath. It's just like there's nothing wrong with it per se, but it's a little awkward. It's just you know. It's me time. And you guys, like, you, JD, you, like, kick it up to the next level. We've talked about it before, but you, like, you hit that that uh, shoppers or wherever, uh, CVS, to grab, mm-hmm. like, the Epsom salt the, or the some bubble bath. Lavender Epsom yeah, yeah. salt. It's yeah. beautiful. It's so relaxing. God. That's oh, nice. I'm, I'm, um, I'm sort of, like, along the same lines as, as Trey here with to, to answer this, besides the beard, growing a beard when I was away from her, or exiled in Canada. Food. I eat. She calls it secret food. Mm-hmm. Like if she's gone mm-hmm. and like I'll just eat crap food. I'm like, yep, Uber Eats, McDonald's, sorry, DoorDash, McDonald's, <laughs> um, and, <laughs> and stuff like that. And then I try and like, just you know, I don't ever lie about it, but I'm definitely never saying, oh, while you were gone, I was eating McDonald's. <laughs> when she walks in the door, I'm not you know exclaiming that. Um, but then it always 
It always gets back to her. Oh yeah, yeah. I mean, the it's it, secret food became so much harder when we went to electronic checking and electronic yeah. uh, bank statements because you pop in there, you're like McDonald's, McDonald's, Taco Bell, DoorDash, 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 DoorDash. You're like Nora, come on, I'm saving five dollars each time. It's not a big deal. <laughs> I'm helping the show. It'll be in fine. a weird way. I'm helping myself. Yeah, but you can't hide it anymore. Back in the old days, you could eat all the secret fast food you want, and nobody would catch up until uh, you balance that checkbook at the end of the month. All right, our next one. Good question, Nora. Good day, oh, sweet friends. Good day, oh, sweet <laughs> friends. Buddy lad writes. <laughs> Good day, oh, sweet friends. Just jamming it all together. I sort of like it. Uh, great to have you guys back sending out beans and talking browns. My friends and I were talking about Andre Drummond and how great of a start he has gotten off to. Unfortunately, I think the Steph injury probably shoots this down, but a Drummond for D'Angelo Russell trade works financially. Gives the Warriors a big they need or cap relief after the year is over, and the Pistons get that point guard they haven't had since Chauncey Billups. Thoughts? Any other Andre Drummond trades you guys would consider? That's, again, from Buddy Ladd in Detroit City. Buddy Ladd. I'm sure there's a bunch of lads in Detroit that wouldn't want to trade Andre Drummond right now. Don't you think? He's balling. His, his value is at its highest that it's ever been, I feel like. Right, is he, then you're going to give him a max contract? Well, that's the thing. That's why we discussed it this week. I think it's time to break that baby up. I think it's time to, uh, to break up that front court and, yeah, get a great backcourt player for Blake Griffin. I, I would do that myself. I, I'm totally with you. But what are teams willing to give up for Andre Drummond? I, I, just, I don't think 29 teams are biting at the bit to give you a, a, a great player, but I'm sure there's a few out there. Uh, and D'Angelo Russell makes sense. And maybe the Celtics would also make sense. Always looking for a center. Maybe not their type of center, mm-hmm. but they've got some things to trade. But uh, I, I think that that deal does make a heck of a lot of sense. Right. And I think it's time to, uh, to break, that, uh, break that tandem open. It, that tandem hasn't got, uh, just hasn't been that su- successful. It's time to trade for a guard. I mean, do you want to go into the 2020s with this as your front court? It just hasn't worked. Yeah, I agree. This actually kind of makes sense. D'Angelo Russell for Drummond, but like he's saying, the Steph injury probably makes it so yeah. it's not going to go down. The problem then is finding who is going to who is going to want Drummond and who are Detroit willing to help, right? Because the Celtics make sense. They definitely need a center, but why is Detroit going to want to help the Celtics improve this season? They're in the same conference. They could theoretically face each other in the playoffs. I can't see that happening. But then you're like, okay, so let's send them out west. The Lakers don't have enough to really equal Drummond's contract, get another center. Same with the Clippers. Maybe the Blazers would, but then it's like, why do the Pistons want Hassan Whiteside? That doesn't make sense either. It's hard Mm -hmm. to find a spot for him because he's got a huge contract, and he'll probably be making a lot of money this summer. He's got Mm -hmm. a player option for next year, which he could opt out of because he'll be one of the bigger names on the free agency market. Yeah, it sounds like he is going to opt out of that. Oh, he's a no-brainer. The the Blazers are an interesting one because I looked at that and I thought, okay, I think he's an upgrade over, over Hassan Whiteside. Yeah. But then, so then if you're the Pistons, you get Hassan Whiteside, then maybe you trade, you move on from Blake and you sort of blow that up and you get something in return for him. But yeah, it, it's, it's a difficult one because Andre Drummond puts up just incredible numbers, but does he, how much is he really impacting those games? Mm-hmm. Again, I think, he, I think he would be, if you're the Blazers, like take a flyer on him right now for this season because maybe that's what you're missing. And then if he does opt out, then you, you're not on the hook for that uh, huge salary next year. And even if he does opt in, uh, they can probably manage that for one more season. But so. their third best player is a center. Too. I know, yeah. but then he's not coming back this season, though, Nurkic. So 
Oh, uh, later later this season. Well, may, may, maybe he is, maybe he isn't. But I think at least then you get a, a legit guy who you can sort of rely on a little bit more than what you've got right now in Hassan Whiteside. But I, I don't see why the uh, Pistons would do that. I mean, what mm-hmm. are, well, are they get? As I say, back? only if they, if they get Simons. If they, yeah, you could do Whiteside and Simons for Drummond, and that would be maybe an enticement for the Pistons. Right. At least you're getting a young guard. And then and then you are signaling that you're looking to move on and uh, see what else you can get and start with a, a yeah. younger guy, but. I mean, yeah. what, what did Vooch, Vooch sign four years, $100 million yeah. deal? He's a little older, I think, than Drummond. All-star, though. Obviously, good numbers. Um, they had a little more. I mean, I guess they had sort of similar success last year. Their teams is what I mean, um, with the Magic and the Pistons. But, yeah, I mean, I just think it comes down. You're going to look to move Drummond if you are the Pistons and you're looking at this sort of long-term going, do we want to pay him, you know, $30 million a year? I mean, are we, are we locking ourselves into that? If you are, then yeah, sure. He's a, you're going to keep him, and he's, you know what he's going to give you. That's uh, the one good thing with Andre Drummond. And he's improved, too. I mean, we should point that out. He has improved as a playmaker over the last couple of years. He's, he's gotten a little bit better at the line, and then he just vacuums up rebounds. But if you're not comfortable with that, then yeah, you're going to, I think, you, then, no, then it's a no-brainer. You're going to try and get something back if you're already pretty convinced he would be opting out of that final year and, and trying to test the free agency market, which I think he will do because there's just mm-hmm. nobody in that 2020 class. He will... He will get get very, if not a max, or very very close to a max. That's the question they gotta they gotta figure out. Not a, not an easy decision there. Good right. question, buddy lad. Thanks, bud. Next question. Hey, Dunkies. We talk about who will score the next fifty piece in the league, but we have had several ejections slash suspensions recently as well. Which begs the question: Which player will be ejected next, and for what? Also, if each of the no dunksters. No dunksters was ejected from the pod at different times. What would they be ejected for? Perhaps leave for drinking kombucha that accidentally contained a diuretic. I don't know. You tell me, Lenny P. Lee's got something illegal in one of the eight juices he was drinking here today. I was Bro. mad juicy. Did you today, see yeah. how many bottles this guy had on the table? <laughs> what was that a probiotic? No, uh, it was a ginger shot from uh, Harden's garden. Mm. See, you'll. You'll pay $50 for a ginger <laughs> shot, but the guy struggles at times to pay $50 for a steak. Uh, Starbucks coffee, gross. <laughs> Give me a ginger shot. Yeah, well, the ginger shot, it is tough to take straight, but mm-hmm. that's why you mix it with some of the but other. But you had something you've got. Yeah, uh, I, had, I had a ginger and then a ginger pineapple juice from uh, the Yardens Garden. <laughs> <laughs> and then this. What's it? Yeah, this is the kombucha. This is my daily. <laughs> This is great. You're spending a hundred dollars on juice every I know, day. I know. Yeah, I'm juicing, man. That's why your bonds look nice. You are juicing. <laughs> Have you ever ponied up or sidled up to the bar at Arden's Garden and done the shot, like the yeah. shot after shot after oh, shot after yeah, shot? Yeah, the no, four like, shots. Yeah. yeah. No, not. It's no. funny. I've had a it's, shot at the bar. There, oh. you know, samples. <laughs> Oh, samples. Yeah. So, Have you done so, it? No, I haven't. Oh, yeah, yeah. It's like Tell you get, me about like, the experience because well, like I a, see people do it. Yeah, and I, and a lot I'm, of people do it. Oh, yeah. Yeah, because I, I do generally. There's one across the street from us, uh, from Trey and I, that I, after a run I'll stop in and get a smoothie or something. And you're right. There are a lot of people do it because it's like um, – is I think you know there's a cranberry one and there's uh the ginger one probably a wheat grass. Wheat yeah, grass. there's yeah. definitely yeah. a wheat grass. There's a, there's another one. There's like the four core ones. Um, yeah, I did it once <laughs> just I did it once just because I was curious. Like everybody seems to be doing this. Let me give it a go. You know, wasn't for me. I I prefer just like you know your classic three ninety nine <laughs> smoothie or four ninety nine smoothie. But That's I some, didn't get sick that day, there you so go. maybe That's it right. was good. I don't know. Get those boosts. So people, some people start their day. Yeah. I like the. Cr- I actually do. Uh, every once in a while, I'll get the uh, straight cranberry one. Just a shot of it. That's, ooh, 
Is it cranberry? No, I... Nah, I mean, maybe. I don't know. I can't remember now. I think it's cranberry. Pomegranate? No, nah, I think it is cranberry. Okay. Uh, anyway, what would uh, people be ejected for? <laughs> uh, me having a dirty computer. <laughs> it's, oh. getting, it's getting filthy and it's getting under my skin. It's getting under my nails, probably. Oh, good. That's not that bad, but it's getting. Uh, oh, God. I hate the feel. I hate the feel of a nasty computer or a nasty phone. Need to get a squirt onto my phone and clean her up. <laughs> I use uh, my old glasses cleaner when How I do used you to use wear some glasses. Of this apple vinegar he's drinking <laughs> over here. That'll do the trick. Oh, might get my. Uh, my holes, though. <laughs> <laughs> Gotta watch your holes. Squirts and holes and dirty. I don't know if this is technically an ejection, but I can definitely see a podcast where I pull a Paul Pierce and have to go to the back room to get cleaned up <laughs> oh, before we continue get, on. Get you a wheelchair. Right? <laughs> yeah, we'll be out of here. We got some stains down below. Uh, <laughs> I have been ejected from uh, several rec league games, though. There was a church league I played in with my dad. Me and my dad, the only two people to get technicals in the entire church league my dad's was for pushing a 70 year old eight year old man who was a referee so you know it runs in the family temper boys over here (laughs) temper men (laughs) that's right have i passed the temper gene down to my children (laughs) only time will tell i think one of them's got it though a 78 year old the second the second one uh, oh, the second time I got ejected. No, no, the second child. No, like, this... let's talk child. Uh, yeah. <laughs> who, do I, who has a worse temper? Ada has a worse temper, yeah. I would say. She, I was pretty even keeled. Ada's, Ada goes up and down. <laughs> yeah, same with me. Second child yeah. syndrome. They, they, just, they haven't got time for us. Yeah, they know how to get the reactions. <laughs> yeah. Sure. Same here. What about, uh, what about you, Lee? What, what would you be uh, ejected for on the podcast? Maybe, maybe for an overtly smelly lunch. Uh, because we're in a smaller room here, mm-hmm. and so you go to the microwave and you reheat yesterday's dinner. Some, you know, sometimes it can be a little off-putting for some, depending on what you have. Today's was fine. It was a pesto pasta, but, uh, <laughs> you know, I know you frequent the uh, microwave there too, Skeetsy. Yeah. Sometimes you just got to be you a little like careful. like the smell of my soup today? I'm just saying. I'm just saying. What are you saying? Just, just saying you might get a warning one day. And oh, you, know. God. <laughs> you frequent the microwave. You been to this new place, the microwave? <laughs> I want a t-shirt that says, I frequent the microwave. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why. No, you're big on soups and stews and things like that. They yeah. can go either way sometimes, you know. Well, I don't want to go spend $50 yeah, on a steak down smart, the street. Smart. Um, oh, my goodness. That's a, that's a fun question. You don't like question. the smell of my soup? <laughs> good Look, quote. it can be great. But it, but it, it just, I mean, at some point, you're going to have a smelly soup, aren't you? <laughs> <laughs> if you're going broccoli, there's broccoli in your soup. Some people don't like uh, a split pea smell. Yeah. yeah. Both weird smells, yeah. I, I mean, yeah. Brussels sprouts. Like if, if any sort of fish is being microwaved, oh, then yeah. Wow, then, wow, wow. I don't, I'm not doing that. That's I don't the bring line. That, yeah. I, that is the line. I agree. Yeah. That's definitely well, yeah. the line. All right. What's our next one? This is me. <laughs> hey, guys. I'm from Belgium. Wow. I had to let you know that. Yes, thank Speaking you. of Brussels sprouts. <laughs> <laughs> big fan of your shows and i'm really enjoying this no dunks thing i was watching the knicks mavericks game the other night to watch luca but also because rj barrett said he wanted to dunk on porzingis earlier this season didn't happen but imagine the pop in the crowd if that happens in new york this week so that made me think who else would i like to see dunk on someone that would make the internet blow up an easy one would be Cat on Embiid or Embiid on Cat. And as a Heat fan, my dream is to see Jimmy Butler poster Mike Scott in Philly since Mike wants the entire arena to boo Jimmy during his return. And that's a good one. Uh, who would you like to see 
posterize somebody. That one is from Felix. Well, speaking of Jimmy Butler, I think uh, Andrew Wiggins on Jimmy Butler. I was just going to say, Trey was talking, he wants Wiggins Duncan more. Yeah. You want Wiggins on Butler or Butler on Wiggins? You want Wiggins on Butler. Wiggins on Butler, yeah, for yeah, sure. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah. that would be sort of like, okay. Payback. You know, yeah, yeah. Though, though that year we spent together, I didn't like it. And finally, I learned my lesson. Or Cat. Even, even Cat on uh, Butler, yeah. I think, would uh, serve its purpose <laughs> after Butler called them out. Mm-hmm. It's, uh, S- Mike, Mike them up, too. Why the heck not? Hey, I didn't like that, Jimmy. <laughs> Throw it down on Jimmy. Uh, Draymond Green, standing under his own basket. Kevin Durant at midcourt, Ooh, dribbling the ball. I have that written down, too. Here we go. Here we go. Yeah, those two. That'd be nice. Yeah, after the uh, infamous little tiff they got into on the bench. I guess they're cool, though, now. They've talked about it, right? Mm-hmm. Both of them. But that still would be great. Uh, maybe yeah. next season. They've talked about it, but come on. Oh, it's, like, uh, realistic, too, at least. You know, it's probably a lot less realistic. Like, Wiggins is going to catch Butler. I guess it could happen. But you know, as a perimeter player, it's going to mm-hmm. be less likely Butler's coming over and trying to protect the rim. But Draymond Green coming over, KD ripping down there, like you said, Tass. Mm-hmm. You can see that one happening. That's a, there's a possibility. Good question. What's up, No Dinks? When Skeetsy started <laughs> singing. Up? We just go out. Look at, I got 50% of these. What's up, No Dinks? <laughs> I like it. When Skeetsy started dinks? singing Spinning Wheel, which immediately got stuck in my head, I began to think about other songs that would get stuck in my head, mainly one-hit wonders like Tub Thumper by Chumba Wumba. Oh, wow. It got me thinking about NBA players who were one-hit wonders, who maybe had one great stretch of games or one good season a la Linsanity. What are some of your favorite one-hit wonders from the NBA? Ooh. Turn up. Love you guys. Awesome. Sparky. Is he from Detroit? Sparky Anderson. Yeah, we've had some awesome <laughs> names here from some of these emails. Buddy, Lenny, Sparky, Nora. <laughs> uh, all right, yeah, that's a good one. So, yeah, one-hit wonders, sort of similar to the Lynn Sanity. For the Raptors, isn't it Mike James? Well, Mike James is a good one. It's a great he one. one season. He shut the lights out. Yep. Uh, Average over 20 a game. The, the Raptors were pretty bad, but he parlayed that into like a five-year, $25 million deal with uh, Minnesota, I think it was. Played sort of one mediocre season there, and then he was kind of – didn't last much longer no, after that. No, that's a good one. Yeah. I'd forgotten about that one. Yeah, he was a 20-point-per-game scorer, right? Yeah, yeah. and, and Bosch was on that team. Uh, was that Bargnani's first year? I think it was. It was the so, year, year before Barney. Oh, it was the year before, right, yeah. So Helped him get Barney. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's right. Yeah. You're not wrong. Dream Mike was, James is scoring 20 a game. You're probably getting a <laughs> good look pick. at the number one pick. <laughs> uh, I went with a guy who did this at the beginning of his career, Tyreek Evans. Oh, oh, wow. I went back and watched the mixtape from his Rookie yeah. of the Year campaign. Good My goodness, he was sexy. Don't know what happened. And he did, like, the... Uh, like sort of what was it? The twenty like 25 five and five, five yeah. as a rookie, and had that ever maybe had been done once or something like that. Yeah, it was like LeBron. He's the first one oh, since yeah. LeBron, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. Um, a little yeah, bit of a, a Michael Carter Williams situation mm-hmm. peak in year one. Mm. Uh, a super one hit wonder, Sundiata Gaines. You guys remember that name? Yep. Oh yeah. Ten day contract with the Jazz. His fifth game ever, January fifth, twenty ten. The first three of his career was a game winning buzzer beater to beat the Cavs. That was an awesome moment uh, for the basketball internet. That was like uh, when blogs were really popping off. Uh, got around. He played a, you know about 100 more games in the NBA, but uh, that first game-winning buzzer beater, that was the one. That was amazing. That's so funny about Sundiata Gaines is, Tass, correct me if I'm wrong, but that happened the night prior to the Basketball Jones 500th mm. live show. 
Oh, because really? we made a joke in the live show that we were pretending like we were just going to talk about what happened the night prior, and we were like made a joke about Gaines hitting the three pointer. I remember <laughs> that for some reason. I do too. Yeah, yeah. very very strange. Um, and you were in attendance, and I was in attendance, and was Lee Ellis there helping set up? No, or was that, that for was a fifth anniversary. Fifth yeah. anniversary. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I was like, yeah, I was definitely there. We did not Roasted. know Lee back then, but yeah, you were in the front row. I remember. Um, that's crazy. I, I went with a couple oldies here. Um, Chris Gatling. Remember Chris Gatling? Yes. If you played fantasy basketball, you do. 96-97, he averaged 19-7, and seven, and he was named an all-star with the Dallas Mavericks that year. He was traded a week and a half later to the Nets when he was later waived, yeah. which, is, uh, which is wild. And then this guy, I'm cheating a little bit because it was sort of over two years that he was really solid. Again, this is a fantasy basketball reason. Clippers power forward, Loy Vaught. <laughs> Big old guns on Loy Vaught. He had a little sweet spot there over two seasons, like I said, 94, 95, 95, 96. He averaged 17 and 10, shot 52% from the floor, you know, threw in, you know, one and a half assists, about a steal. Solid fantasy player, played in tons of games those two years, too. Uh, I think it was like 80-plus games both of those years. Yeah, always had him in the lineup, so you were solid. Loy. It was just a solid player for you. But you know, Loy Vaught, when he didn't do much else, besides <laughs> uh, flex on you. I can't believe it was only a couple of seasons. It seemed like he was the only guy who played for the Clippers throughout the 1990s. Yeah. Is the only name you the knew only except for a Murray. Nice. Maybe there'll be a Murray around. That's right. Hey, guys. Feeling compelled after listening to Monday's podcast. Let's go around the room and hear those bad trip stories. JD2, I'm excited for this one. My bad trip story, writes Ben from Sydney. Pretty mild, but has repeated itself several times since I was a youngin. Scenario. Me at home thinking I have many hours to myself before deciding to partake and enhance some food and video games. <laughs> Five minutes later, in chronological life order, mom slash unexpected guest slash wife comes home unexpectedly. Cue two to three hours of fear and loathing in my own home, struggling to appear normal. <laughs> this seems to always happen to me. Love the pod, guys. All the best. <laughs> that is uh, that is from Ben. It's this Sydney. always <laughs> happens to me. That's, that's, I guess that's what Ben says. A man's got to check the schedule. Yeah. Yeah, we, uh, we sort of teased it when we were talking about Dion Waiters and his bad trip from the gummies on the flight uh, earlier this week and getting the 10-game uh, the suspension. We, we, we said we got to save it. Just save it for the beach. It's the only place we can talk about stuff mm-hmm. like this. <laughs> and we got a bad trip story. Who wants to get us started? I mean, mine's not a bad trip that I ended up in hospital or anything yeah, like yeah, that. Yeah, no, yeah, no, that's it, fine. It, was, it could be it a was, bad trip for you. Yeah, yeah. I, uh, I tried mushrooms for the first time in Amsterdam with uh, a few guys on a basketball trip, actually. And I uh, had never done them before. Okay. Heard about them. I thought, okay, <laughs> see what this is all about. <laughs> Sound healthy. I got a, got a couple of pieces of pizza, put the mushrooms on and ate it. And honestly, like 20 minutes, half an hour, nothing happened. Yeah. And I was just like... I was like, oh, all right, yeah. Freak. I'm like, yeah, man, that was cool. Yeah. And then I thought, <laughs> and then I thought, how, how old were you? I was 26 or okay, something okay. like that. And I thought, uh, all right, I'm going to bed. You know, it was late. It was like probably 11:30 or something. I'm, I'm going to bed. See you guys. And just as I almost, as soon as I said that, all of a sudden I started seeing things like moving and yeah. you know, like um, <laughs> what's the word? Like trails, like psychedelic. Yeah, vibes, yeah, yeah. And I, I was looking at a poster and I was like, oh my god, that guy's moving in the poster. And I'm like, what the hell is going on here? <laughs> and then the trip cool poster. Just, oh, it just hit me like uh, I, I all of a sudden I just remember seeing weird things happening and I'm trying to I was trying like on the out of the corner of my eye and I was trying to watch them and, and they kept you know, oh yeah and so then uh, and then I needed to go were you, have, were you freaking out or were you like okay this is I know this is going on yeah uh, I, you know you're sort of playing it 
not cool, but you're like, well, I, I understand a, what's going on. I was in a room and there was only one or two guys who weren't doing it. So everyone else started to, I was noticing they were doing some <laughs> weird stuff as well. And I, I just remember I was like, I was like, I really need a pee. And I'm like, I'm like, and I was nervous. I was like, I don't know what to do here. Do I go and just have a pee? Like, will I be even able to walk to the bathroom? Yeah, right, right. And so it, I was, I remember uh, like, because I remember time really goes slow as anything. Yep. And so I was probably only thinking about it for a minute or so, but it felt, felt like, like I was there for 20 minutes and I'm just like, I need a pee. I need a pee. What am I going to do here? And eventually I got up, sort of looked around, walked to the toilet and, you know, trying to sort of just step by step slow. I didn't want to just collapse. And I got there and I had a pee and I was like, oh my God, this is amazing. This feeling, it's really like, I felt it all, my bladder emptying, like drip by drip. <laughs> you always got the drip, man. <laughs> and, uh, and then, so I started to at least realize now, okay, now I am just really tripping here. I've got to just go and sit down and be comfortable so I don't do anything. A couple of guys are like, oh, let's go to a club. I'm like, there's no way I am leaving this room. I just, I just didn't want to feel... I just didn't feel comfortable not being in that environment. Right. I thought this was going to be the origin story of the leap. <laughs> I got to sit down. I looked down at the toilet, and there it was, mounted it backwards. Changed that my life. That would have been great. Yeah. Um, so you just wrote it out. But so then I, I, I got back to my bed where I was, I was staying, and I just remember taking all my clothes out of my bag and folding them sure. neatly. <laughs> totally normal. Yeah, I know. Putting them down there and and looking at something. Going, oh, this is going to be need to be ironed in the morning. Like remembering saying that to myself. What then, a trip. Oh, I know. And then I. I was like, I was like, oh no, that's not neat enough. I think. Anyway, so eventually I fell asleep. But the next day I was flying back, and I was on the plane, and I was just like, I think I finished tripping. I'm not sure yeah, though. Like some weird things happened. I'm like, oh my god, is this still? I've got to. It's it's like I, I just get out of my system. You know, you know when you're drunk and you and yeah. you sober up, you're yeah. like, all right, I'm not drunk anymore. But but this because it was the first time, I was just like, it was oh, like hanging on. Yeah, I'm like, I'm like, I don't think. I don't think it's fully out of the system. <laughs> Bad so, trip, great trip. Yeah. <laughs> I would oh, pay. Boy. I would pay oh. so much money to do magic mushrooms with you. <laughs> All right, that's a that's a good one. I don't know. It might be difficult to top a Leo story. We should have let him go last. Should have let him go last. Oh uh, yeah, that's tough. Uh, I've had a Dion Waiter situation though. We were we went out one time in Toronto to a place that would, we just found out called the Double. Deuce Saloon. I had talked about the war previously. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, we went out in a big group. It's like you walk in, there's a big open space, and then there's a bar with a narrow corridor, like a little corridor. And I was standing there, and I brought a, a box of Triscuit crackers with me for some reason. I was just crushing Triscuit tra- crackers. <laughs> How'd you get those by the bouncer? <laughs> yeah, nobody's mad at a Triscuit, right? Yeah, yeah. People just want to see it, but uh, not a great one to be eating late at night. Your mouth is dry. Your mouth is dry from a Triscuit, let me tell you. Um, And the problem for me was that, you know, it was a busy bar. So people are walking back and forth, walking, 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 walking. But I was convinced that everybody walking back and forth was our friends leaving. And, like, everybody was splitting up. I was like, we got to keep everybody together. There's no – everybody's going to get lost. Everybody's going to get lost in Toronto. We'll never get home. I was very, very worried for people, and I just couldn't – I don't know. It's just like you see the same person walk by so many times that it just messes with you. You're like, where is this person going? How do they keep leaving and coming back? The only thing that was able to bring me back to it was at the end of the night, the DJ played um, Don't Stop Believing. <laughs> and that's a song that unites people. Yeah. So literally, like all of our friends came together and were singing this at the top of their lungs. I was like, oh, great, oh, great. Man. Everybody is still here. Nobody's lost. We're fine. I got the Triscuits. We'll be good. Amazing. Yeah. I had a similar experience around a fireplace where uh, it was an outdoor fire where uh, 
I always was constantly seeing new people, it felt like, but the same people were just sitting there. My memory was just gone from four seconds prior. Yeah. And eventually, about an after an hour of thinking that new people were coming up, I, I realized that I looked to my left. I'm like, oh, Melissa is there. She'll, she'll be there in five seconds. Like, she, I, I literally could not remember yeah. that somebody just sat down every single time. And I couldn't remember that there was a poker in the fire um, mere minutes before, a minute before. So I started playing with the poker. And I put the poker outside of the fire where there was these... Um, I, I was having definitely visual of the fire being outside of the fire. Mm. But, you know, I knew that was fake. I knew it, I knew it, I knew it. <laughs> right. But I had totally forgotten that the poker had been in the fire. So I, I grabbed the poker to, <laughs> ma- to ensure, and I had a nice burn. Oh. Nice I was, burn. I was there, and, I, and uh, was also partaking. Yeah. <laughs> and I remember when you grabbed the, the poker. and Yeah, but it was the weirdest didn't thing. Didn't hurt, though. Yeah, you, like, you didn't... <laughs> No it one even amazing. knew what, yeah, it's like what was wrong, really, and nothing was wrong in a weird way to you. But you're like, well, yeah, I may have burnt myself in that night. Yeah, the next morning wasn't bothering me. Whatsoever. Oh my goodness! The next morning, the welt on your hand, like <laughs> per, like the perfect line where Tasset grabbed it and held it. It was awesome. Oh, <laughs> oh. that was terrible. Um, also, I was out. I had another quick one. Out in a, a park when I was a teen, because you got nothing to do when you're a teen. <laughs> Uh, so we're out in a park, and I had somebody, a guy doing uh, trails with a cigarette, like just doing a cigarette in a circle. That was cool. <laughs> yeah. Trails are cool. Yeah. Very cool. But then these a-hole guys, always these bullies who are a year older than me, had Roman candles fireworks, and they're holding them and firing them oh. over my head. Oh, boy. It was fun for them. Yeah. Not so fun for yeah. me having fireworks yeah. right over my head. Uh, kids, man. Kids. JD, you got a good one? Uh, quickly, uh, 19 years old, uh, just arrived in Amsterdam, uh, and it's the overnight flight, so you you arrive at 8.30 in the morning, and you've been up all night, and we stayed up all day, and we're like, uh, let's go to the cafes, and so we did, and we got, uh, I believe it was called Jamaican Ska, and okay. there was a... Uh, there was a football tournament happening, a soccer tournament in in Amsterdam. A lot of English fans, a lot of singing in the streets, a lot of very intense environment. And the only place we could find to stay was this super uber Christian youth hostel who specifically told us you must not do drugs in our establishment. And we're like, yeah, yeah, whatever. Uh, and of course, we take the drugs back to the hostel and uh you know put the old towel under the door because that works (laughs) oh yeah uh so there's four of us we're sitting around in a circle and it just as it's kicking in the guy bursts in and uh it was it was like paranoia times a million like it was so bad uh and that's it i mean that's the end of the story but it was just like ended up you know, rocking ourselves, <laughs> you know, huddled in the middle of this room, mm. thinking we were going to get thrown out, and we flushed everything down the toilet stupidly. Uh, it was <laughs> ridiculous. Uh, I think I've shared this story on the podcast before, but just quickly. Amsterdam, also, 2008. Uh, Matteo was there. Shout out to Matteo. Um, you know, we, we were like, yeah, we've got to try, try the mushrooms here. Uh, go to the store. You know, you just walk in. 
it's like a hundred to pick from. The guy's talking about, oh, this one will do this to you. Oh, this one will do this one. Oh, these ones are called Tatanka. They're quite uh, quite a treat. Do you frequent the microwave? Yes. Uh, <laughs> so I believe we did go with the Tatankas. Um, and they were, they were they the difference for me at the time. I had never done like the the actual wet like mushrooms. Mm. Usually I'd done dry mushrooms, uh, magic mushrooms. And so we we were back at uh, our buddy Roy's place. We all did it. Had a blast, a legit blast, uh, you know, at the beginning while it was kicking in. I saw everybody's at the table. We were watching, uh, like, Celine Dion videos, like, music yeah. videos, and, like, just, like, look at this video. What is going on? And just, you know, just, again, having the time of our life in Amsterdam, 08. And then at some point, I was like, hmm, I think I got I to gotta go to the washroom. Like, we weren't going. Uh, there was no plans to go out. Yeah. We weren't going anywhere. And I'm like, all right, I got to go to the washroom. And Roy prior to doing the mushrooms, had said at one point in, in his apartment, hey, the, the, the bathroom door, the washroom door, it's a little tricky, like, you know, you're not going to get trapped or anything, but, like, you, you got to, like, jiggle it a little bit, blah, 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 blah. He had said that, and I, I guess I had sort of remembered it. I go, weird for me, but I had to take a, a late-night dump. <laughs> I'll just be completely honest with everyone here. I'm a morning guy. Uh, but maybe, you know, it was a time difference. Everybody knows, It was a, it was a time difference. It was a time difference. So uh, do that. No problem. All right. Wash up. Here we go. Here we go. Try to get out the door. Mm. Ah, well, that's weird. Why well, the door oh. won't open? Huh, okay. Oh. All right. Maybe I'll try this. Try, uh, a little, little left here. A little dip, dip. Okay. Well, hold on. What's going on? And like you were talking about, like the, the concept of yeah. time starts to really mess with you. And then what really got me, though, I'm 100% convinced, is... Uh, you know, Nora was there, Roy's there, uh, Mario, like I said, I could hear them. I could hear them laughing. They're laughing because they're watching the Celine Dion video or whatever they're laughing at and having a blast, like, in the other room. But my head immediately goes to, they're, they've locked me in the bathroom. Like, they're playing a trick right, on me, yeah. right? Like, that's yeah. just, like, where my brain took me. And I sort of remember, like, trying to, like, no, 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 you're, like, doing the, like, what are you talking about? Like, no, you're, they're not. And, like, but then trying to open that door, can't get it open. And, like, at some point I had to, like, you know, yell for, like, guys, can you help me? Yeah. Turn off the saline. like this. So Roy comes <laughs> over and, you know, I think all three of them came over, which maybe, made, like, made it worse in my head. Like, oh, now they definitely have done this on purpose. But, like, Roy, like, tells me, like, from the other side of the door, like, yeah, do this, do that, do this. And, like, okay, door pops open. All right, no problem. I'm out. And, sure, you know, everybody's laughing, I guess. But I'm still, like, somewhere yeah. in the back of my head is, like, they did this to me. It's always in there. And what's going on here? And so then, you know, all back at the table and sort of the night from there on was a lot different yeah. um, because I was sort of like super paranoid, obviously, that they had done this and then I'm trying to let it go. But then what happened was I started to twist it in my mind that I had actually never left the bathroom because I was still having like, I, I guess I was having some sort of stomach issues and I'm sort of like hunched over. And I would drop my head down on the table, and then I would hear something. They would literally be just talking to each other, but I'd pop up and, like, thinking, like, they were all smiling and yeah, laughing yeah. at each other. And, like, anytime I put my head down, like, they were like, aha, oh, we got guy. him, yeah. yeah, or something like that. And then, anyway, this is a long way to say, like, I was just, like, in this bad loop. Like, this sort of, like, circular, like, am I still in the washroom? Are they playing a trick on me? What is going on here? That starts to, you know, dovetail into, like, oh, my God, I'm in Amsterdam. Am I ever going to come out of this weird thinking? I'm never going to be able to leave. 
blah 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 blah. It was a bad, bad, bad trip. It was the only. It was really. I hadn't done them since, so it was the really, truly the only first bad trip I ever had on them. And uh, it, I don't wish it upon my worst enemy because it was just like that weird exhaustion. Yeah. And it was weird because like I to hear them tell the story after was like, you know, we didn't know what was going on. You know, we were having our own experiences, and then like we could see at some point like, oh, he is really not doing well. Yeah. Like, and then. Uh, and we it, started doing all these pranks on you, and yeah. it got so much worse. We regretted no, it totally. And it was just, uh, it was a long, long, long night. And I remember Nora said, like, I can remember seeing you at, like, 5 or 6 in the morning, like, sort of, like, come to, like, sort of snap back to being, uh, to being Phil. And it was like, oh, God, it was, it was, felt like it was, it felt like an eternity. Yeah, it, that's, that's the thing with it. It just felt like an eternity. Yeah. Yeah, it was so, so weird. Speaking of music videos, I saw, I watched uh, <laughs> Seven Nation Army uh, um, by the White Stripes. You watch that when you're tripping, man. That is like, <laughs> yeah, because it's that constant changing. It's of always the, moving forward. Kind oh, of my God. I was just looking at that just going, this is unbelievable that I'm watching this right now because it's, it's a trip anyway. That right, video, right. and when, you, when your you mind's just taking a ginger oh shot. Oh my god, your mind's playing tricks on you anyway, and you're looking at that, and it's like, and it feels like, man, this is song has been going on for over an hour now. <laughs> just stop it, someone. <laughs> Give me some Celine. Oh, right. <laughs> so there you go. There's our bad oh, trip boy. stories. Woo. Uh, hey, no dunkers, longtime listener, haven't missed an episode from the Basketball Jones days when Skeets would ad lib. Lucifer, son of the morning. Lucifer, son of the morning. When Morris Peterson would knock <laughs> down a three. Wow, and when a you did time. a parody of Pharaoh Manches, Simon Says, as Scott Pollard and Brian Scalabrini trying to F LeBron up. <laughs> Classics. Whatever happened to your faithful listener, Grandma Lana, whose identity you doubted, and is Lee still in touch with the other Lee Ellis? <laughs> Thanks for the last through the thick and thin. It's from Raph, Ralph in Montreal. Well, I'll say this about Grandma Lana. Real and still kicking. Mm. Oh, yeah. She's on Twitter. Yeah, Melana Lou, right? Yeah. Yeah. Give her a toss or a follow. If I'm not mistaken, she went to a game recently and took a fan sign. That wasn't recent, but. Well, you know, I saw it recently. (laughs) (laughs) I I recently placed it into our Slack because it's a timepiece. I was convinced for a long time (laughs) that Grand Melana was not real. You're right. Because, yeah, this is almost. No, I was going to say it was pre-Twitter. It wasn't that. But, like, that the idea that we could actually see a photo of her on Twitter, let's put it that way. I was just convinced somebody's, like, catfishing you. Mm. What do you think? Is she real now? Yeah, I guess I've come around. I'm not 100% convinced. Has anyone, <laughs> hey, hey, has anyone ever met her? No, but nope. I think she'd be willing to come on the show. Yeah. Okay, okay. Are you even out of the bathroom yet? <laughs> no, I, exactly. Exactly, JD. I'm, I don't know. Oh, yeah. What about you, Lee? You still in touch with other Lee Ellis? Yeah, well... What's I'm, the story I, with that again? I think he's the... talking about Instagram because yep. uh, my uh, my handle, Lee Ellis, was taken when I joined Instagram. And then uh, Lee Ellis is a female. She started getting sort of messages and people tagging her and stuff saying, hey, hey yeah. and she was You're like... You're killing it. Yeah. <laughs> Great place. Very, very solid. <laughs> Check out this White Stripes video. Yeah, exactly. She, and then so, so we struck up a friendship, actually, on uh, Instagram. Because she kept sort of sending us me saying, no, I think this is for you, I think this is for you. And then I said to her one day, I said, listen, no pressure at all, but would you consider giving up that handle to me? And, and she was like, sure, you know, why not? Wow. So she gave me that handle. So I have my, my proper name as my handle. And we stayed in touch. We stayed, uh, we, we used to message each other a bit, liked each other's photos. You know, we had a great little uh, online relationship. It sounds a bit creepy like that when you say it like that, but it wasn't. Uh, but she's no longer on Instagram. Ah. Uh. Yeah. Which is weird. 
I don't know why. She but you've got the handle. Yeah, because I got an actually I got an, um, a message from one of her friends like about a year ago looking for her. <laughs> oh, you're gonna give it back to her. You're gonna switch back now. Because the person, no, no, she's getting tagged. I can't remember what it was, but I wrote back and I said, uh, "I'm not sure if this was meant for me." And she's like, "Oh no, but you're a friend of my friend who has the same name." And I was looking for her, and she's not here anymore. I was wondering if this was her, still her. And I'm like, "Ah, oh, no, where is she?" Is it possible that this other Lielis is Grandma Lana? <laughs> wow, wow! I just blew your mind. Are you tripping balls right now? I'm tripping balls, bro. Don't, 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 don't. <laughs> okay So yes Grandma yep. Anna is uh, Is real And the other Lee Ellis is, Has disappeared from Instagram Yeah I wish you would come back mm. <laughs> Final one <laughs> We gotta wrap this bad boy up here soon Hi there guys I just listened to Beach Steppin' And something crossed my mind When you read the email from a Brazilian fellow What is the no dunks demographic? Do you guys have any idea where your listeners are from? That's from Arthur A. He wants to know. Hmm. Yeah, we got a pretty good idea. Yeah, we got some technology that tracks it. I pulled our top ten. I'll give them to you guys. I'll give you the top four because those ones are pretty easy. Yeah. United States, Canada, Australia, the UK. Those are our top four. Let's go for five through ten. Okay, so the Philippines. Philippines, number six. Shout out to the Philippines. Give me uh, Germany. Number five. Nice one. Nice. Uh, I'll I'll go Japan. Japan is not top no, ten. No. We've definitely had downloads from Japan, but not from yeah. the, in the top ten. Okay. Mm. France? Not France. Mm. Not oh, that's France. a good guess. Uh, Italy? Not Italy. I would say where you Spain? Were... Mm. We want to maybe go a little more northward. Like a little more no, northward. No. Uh, Sweden. Sweden. Sweden number yeah. ten. Yeah. Okay. Denmark number nine. Wow. Norway. No. Oh. Finland. No. Okay. <laughs> Is, is Ireland in the mix? Nah, not in the top ten. Uh, this uh, this place has been getting a lot of a lot of pub in this podcast actually so far. Oh, specifically oh, Holland, Amsterdam. Oh. That's right, yeah. the Netherlands. And number seven is the only one we need. I would guess uh, maybe Lee would be the closest New to guess this. That's right, New uh. Zealand. Here's the tough part. We also have six countries in the world where we've gotten one single download <laughs> in the month we've been doing this. One single download. Cape I'll give Verde. Uh, I don't see Cape Verde. They are Belize, the Republic of Haiti, the Republic of Azerbaijan, Republic of Kosovo, Republic of Botswana, Burkina Faso, and the Republic of Angola. Thank you. Wow. The one person there who downloaded a show one time. <laughs> it's got to be it someone matters. backpacking through. I was going to say, what if yeah. it's the same person? Yeah, yeah. sure. Must be. Whoa, 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 whoa. What if it's Grandma Lana? <laughs> 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 We also had a um, a second email, by the way. Here, Lee, uh, that I wanted you to read. Okay, um, because it's sort of uh, it's from it's from a country that we don't get a lot of emails from. Okay, how about it? Hello, No Dunks crew. (laughs) My name is Vlad, and I'm from Kaliningrad, Russia. (laughs) I be. Came uh, a real. What, what uh, you you're not going to do a Russian accent for us? <laughs> well, you're going to do a Russian accent. Don't read it. All right, I'll try. All right. Hello, no dunks crew. My name is Vlad. I am from Kaliningrad, Russia. I became a real fan of you a couple of years ago, and I improved my English thanks to you. And now I can listen to you, not just watching. It's wonderful. It's so weird with the Australian <laughs> accent. Like, just like. God, disappears. Keep going. Did you know that some people from Russia watching, listening to you? No politics. 
Only pure love. Oh, I love that line. <laughs> Sincerely yours, Vlad. <laughs> mm, I'm a little suspicious now. Vlad, no politics, only pure love. Putin's a fan. <laughs> we got a lot of T-shirt ideas from this show. <laughs> no politics, only pure love. Thank you very much, uh, yeah, that's awesome. Vlad. Yes, from Kaliningrad. And and, and, uh, and that was let, all with love. Let's not have anyone say. Yeah, uh, relax, know, everybody. I was having fun with pure uh, love. <laughs> <laughs> no politics. You actually, do, see, I feel like you do a decent, a decent uh, impression of it. I could be completely wrong, Vlad. You got to let us know. Yeah. Is he doing a decent Russian accent? Shout out to our Russian friends out there. No doubt. Let's leave it right there, guys. <laughs> Email us nodunks at theathletic.com. Tweet at us at nodunksinc. Hashtag nodunks. Clipper bro. You heard it here first. Have a great time. Turn up. Love you guys. Awesome. Thanks for joining us, folks. And remember, no dunks has at least one Russian listener, or is it a bot? Bot. Bot. Oh. Bot. Bot. Embrace the debut. You could stay.